Law Nation Sports. Let's get it one way or another. Appreciate each and every last one of you all for tuning in. The name is Law Nation. As the room fill up, be sure to hit that like button. Share this content. Let a friend or a neighbor know where to go when they want to tune in to Cowboy Sports Talk and beyond. That's even the ice wall. Cowboys shine even during the bye week. Plus more. Come on. Ain't no party like a cowboy party. What about a Law Nation groove? Yeah. Come on. Ain't no party like a cowboy party. Yeah. Come on. Come on. What's good with y'all, man? <laughs> What's good with y'all, man? So much. And and by reading the context of the title there, you know, I, I wanted to put the name of the team that's trying to give us the shine, but I already know that they already know who they are, you know? So after, after a victory of the Eagles versus the Texans, their fan base, not the Texans, but put the booty in there, the Eagles fan base, they are so in love with the D. You know what I'm saying? They are in love with Dallas Cowboys. And, and there's nothing wrong with that. You know, uh, we love them too, you know. But they want to share the love, you know. And they want to let people know how they feel about the Cowboys. Let me know if you guys can hear this. Come on, let me know. I really wouldn't. You love your guy Heineke. My I man Heineke. By the you way, the crowd him. is chanting Dallas sucks right now. Yeah, we're I don't like that. They're mad at me right now. I think about Washington. They can yeah. hear me. But also, the, the surprise one there would be the New Orleans Saints. Maybe they catch fire here, start playing a lot better, because they do have a talented roster. Does anyone... Th- so... When, if you're ever insecure or if you're not sure of yourself, you tend to look for holes. You tend for looking for things, you know, to fill in the voided spot for your insecurities, right? So, for example, if somebody insecure about their weight, they tend to find another person that's bigger than them and start talking about them, Right. If somebody insecure about their mouth, you know what I'm saying? They tend to go find someone else, you know, with a worse mouth than theirs. You know, even though they may have piano mouth, they tend to go look for someone else mouth that's worse. Right. So sometimes even when you surpass those insecurity levels, let's say you lose some weight. You finally got the six pack. You finally chiseled. You finally got a good mouth. But then in return, instead of being humble with yours, you look around and you say, hey, look at that person's mouth. Look at that person's weight. They'll show signs of insecurity, like a backhand compliment. You know what I'm saying? So what we call it around here is rent-free. Yes, man. Oh, my 
goodness, man, we're living, we're living rent free. Look, it, it, it's a situation in a scenario that the Dallas Cowboys, as much as much as we mind our own business, you know, there's always, there's always someone to remind us how great we are, even in our downfall, even in our pay, our pains, our trials and tribulations. You know, there's always someone who will sit back and say, you know what? You know what, Law? I, I, I need to I need to say something about the Cowboys. I, I need to to talk bad about the team. I need to have validation within myself instead of enjoying your new mouth. Instead of appreciating the weight that you lost, right? You like to have the big D all in your mouth. And it's okay. You know, it's okay. <laughs> Let me fix it up for them so much. You know, they love, this is how it sounds when they start talking about those nuances and those crazy things. You know, it's it just keeping it going. You know, just shoving it down their mouths. It just, I can't make this stuff up. But this is a great imitation of who they are and what they always will be. (laughs) Because I guarantee you my bottom dollar, you know, the Cowboys, when when we were eight and one or six and one or whatever on our roll, when we was on our pathway to go to the playoffs, we dare gone for sure didn't talk about the Eagles. We doggone for sure didn't talk about the Giants, the the Washington team. But I guarantee you <laughs> that this picture right here represent a third of the Eagles fan base, the shallow base, the base that when they go to bed, they know all about the Law Nation. There's there's not an Eagle fan that don't know who Law Nation is, right? There's not an Eagle fan that don't know who Law Nation is. I promise you, they know who I am. (laughs) I might not know who they are, but they know who I am. They know all of the Cowboys guys, right? They know everything about Michael Irvin. They know everything about Emmitt Smith, Troy Aikman. They know everything about Dez Brian, they know everything about CD Lamb. They know everything about the Cowboys front office from the front to the back. They know everything because they keep the big day in their mouths. Matter of fact, I'm lying. <laughs> I'm lying. It's beyond their mouths. It's in their necks, baby. Come on, baby. <laughs> they keep it so far down that it's in their necks, not even not even in their mouths, it's in their necks. Let, let me show Law, do you have any truth to that? Breaking news out of Arlington, Texas. Another Eagles fan got Big D in their throat. Let's take a look at them right there. <laughs> You know, I love roasting the Eagles, baby. It's tasty. It tastes good, right, knowing that they got another feather in their hat so that when when it's all said and done, it's going to blow up real quick on them. I can't wait, baby. (laughs) Yes, indeed. So, So they keep it in their throats, baby. I love it, man. <laughs> the throat eagles, baby. Uh, my boys for life says all the Eagles fans do is talk about the Cowboys. They don't have anything else to talk about. I mean, at some point, 
when they beat the Washington team. Can they talk about the Washington? They don't. They say, okay, we want Dallas after they beat Washington. And then when they get to the Giants, you know, can they talk about the Giants? They have no words for the Giants, right? But one can argue if you're aiming for something, if you're shooting for something, I would give them a round of applause because they know. Why shoot low when you can aim high? You see, I think that since they're on the bottom, that they want to shoot high. You know what I'm saying? They want to aim high because they look at the Washington team. Yeah, that three three Super Bowl rings that they got right in their franchise and their organization, that that's not enough, right? Even though if the Eagles ever win another Super Bowl, they would still be behind the Washington team for reference, by the way. And on top of that, maybe just maybe the Giants, you know, they got four rings, but they don't have a good ring to it because four, from my understanding, is a faraway number from one. And on top of that, if you really want to contextualize it from all to all, that five, yes, I know it's been since 1995, keeping it live, baby, 27 years, right? But from my understanding and from my knowledge and from my wisdom and from my understanding as well as all what we're trying to contextualize, this from right here, it's been 27 years. Hmm. How come your team haven't caught up? What's your excuse? If your team is better, shouldn't they caught up? You know what I'm saying? And at last I check, you know, you know, from my, from my knowledge and my understanding, you know, of, of, of just numbers, you know, five don't decrease over time. Five is just five, right? One is just one. You know, I'm I just trying to figure this thing out. You know what I'm saying? Like, like what, are, what are the understandings of you bloviating about your one and you still haven't caught up in 27 years to our five? You know, <laughs> but I do understand that you got these all in your throat and you got to talk about them. But before we go into details of this uh, other situation, Let's listen to Jerry Jones. I just want to rav y'all up a little bit, and then we'll jump back on talking about those Eagles and how they love to keep big DNA miles. You know, but let's, let's listen to Jerry Jones first because we got a long way to go today. I appreciate everybody for tuning in. Let me see you. Let me see your uh, your comments up in here in the chat. So 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 we won't have anyone hiding and running away because I know that's one thing that a bird will do. They will fly away. <laughs> you know, they will fly away. <laughs> but let's listen to this dude right here, man. Let's listen to Jerry. Then you usually are going to regret it, and we didn't have it come our way. So, Jerry, when it comes to releasing Tristan Hill, I know that you have to release players all the time and sign players all the time. Does it make it any tougher when they're a higher draft pick that maybe you had bigger expectations for? That was very high for me. Uh I really like Tristan individually. Uh, he's uh, got a, uh, I think, a, a, a good attitude. Yeah. Uh, playing in a position that uh, is as physical as our game allows. That's down in the middle of that defensive front, and uh, he's got some exceptional quick twitch, which means he's got good feet and he's got that size, and uh, mm -hmm. he has all of that. He has uh, always played a little high, a little straight up. 
And uh, I think that set him back a little bit and they're just working on getting his pad level lower. Uh, but uh, basically, uh, uh, I think it speaks more to his competition on the Cowboys than it does about what he is not. Now, let me clear that up. Well, well before you clear that up, uh, Tristan Hill, now he plays for the Cardinals, I believe. Uh, he was picked up and scooped up to the Cards. Uh, if you look at the numbers as far as what he brought to the table, I think that Tristan Hill, he was he's a one-gap guy, right? He's not a two-gap guy. He can get upfield pretty quickly. Uh, I just think that he was always undersized in his system. Never could really uh, give us consistencies against the run. Uh, pretty decent against pass rush, uh, getting upfield and things like that on passing downs, I meant to say. But uh, it, it's a situation now that we look back at it and we will say to ourselves, man, what a wasteful pick, man. We could have got a safety at that spot, but that's spilled milk now. We don't cry over those things. But uh, shout out to Tristan Hill and see what we can get out there down the line. Ron Mitchell. Eagles got the emotional damage. Yeah. Hey, hey. If the Texans had any bead of offense with their quarterback, I think they win that game. I really believe that the Texans had the Eagles against the rope and uh, they start pressing. And I, and I texted out and I tweeted out to my guys. I said, man. Uh, play the fields and when Davis or Mills Mills Davis or Davis Mills right when he threw the interception that was the game changer for the momentum swing the pendulum the pendulum swung the other way uh, if if it's third and long before I play, hit play if it's third and long if it's third and long then you, you have to say to yourself you barely moving the ball why force it play the fields Punt the ball, trust your defense to slow it down. Now, another thing that I'm going to say, from the Texans game, they played the proper way, the proper way against the RPO. Hit the quarterback every time. Hit the quarterback. Shout out to Steven Nelson. Shout out to uh, the huge guy for giving us that, uh, that, that that blueprint there. Hit the quarterback. Don't play around with it. And we've been saying that even in middle school, high school, shut all of that down. College, just hit the quarterback. Don't, don't Regardless, if the running back gas you, let him gas you. But let if you start hitting their quarterback, they're not going to do that more often. You know what I'm saying? And and I'm not sitting here saying that you wish for injuries or anything like that because Jalen Hurts, shout out to him. Uh, we, we want him to be successful in the National Football League. We don't wish for injuries like other teams do. But what I can tell you that the principles and the philosophy of it hit the quarterback. Shout out to you, Ryan Mitchell, though, for the super chat. Man, let me give you a round of uh, horns on this one right here, though. Yeah, yeah. Let's listen to more. We've got some great competition in the interior of that line, and we brought we some in as well since the season started. And uh, uh, they have. Yeah, my guy, uh, KM, K at M, he says Arizona coach suck. Are you talking about the offensive coach or the defense? I think that the defensive principles were there, but he was too gung ho and with his sticking with his philosophy of the cover two. I, I think that Lovey Smith, 
Yeah, Lovey. Lovey should have got out of that cover too, uh, and, and got some more guys down inside and trust his guys as DBs. Now, I I I saw what AJ killed him. Uh, he gave too much cushion. You can't give that much cushion underneath. You got to play man, and then you got to have your your coverages. If you're going to be in any form of cover too, have your just trust your safety to get over the top. But play your people man to man, and I know it's a hard task because you got your back turned to the quarterback, especially. Actually, those are things that you don't want when you got a running quarterback. But you know it is what it is. Uh, you got you got to play stick defense, and, and y'all know what I'm talking about for those who play the ball. You know what I'm saying when you say stick defense, that's sticky. Have size, uh, and uh, uh, I mean ser- serious bulk. And uh, of course, we felt that uh, added to our speed and the uh, makeup of our team. On the outside and in the secondary and that linebacker, uh, we felt like we needed some bulk, and he just got caught up in our numbers. The numbers. And uh, the, uh, what a lot of people need to realize is that you really might have some good players that are your seventh and eighth player at any position group, but you've got to have um, you've got to have some other players at other position groups, and you're only allowed 53 in total. So uh, that's where the numbers crunch on you, and that was the case here. He was a high draft pick, and it just goes to show you uh, the uh, uh, candidly the uh, uh, risk. I don't want to call it risk, but it just goes to show you that uh, uh, you can have the very best, and I think we've got some of the best talent evaluators there are. Uh, and if it doesn't quite fit, uh, then it might get lost in the numbers a little bit, and this is what happened. All right, so let me put the pig up here. Uh, is Josh Ball is part of the 53, man? Y'all let me know. Let me know in the chat. Please help me out. I need my people to help me out. I got to put the lipstick up here uh, on the pig. And shout out to Miss Piggy. She's so cute. She's so cute. Y'all see her with the pearls. Oh, yeah, she's cute. You know, uh, y'all let me know. Let me know. Yeah, you know, uh, appreciate you, J.J. Newton. Appreciate you. Uh, I think so. This is from C. Nicks. Chris 214. Ain't no, and they still find a way to include us. Hilarious. Hilarious. You know. You know. Appreciate you, JJ. Is, is, is Josh Ball still on his team? Because reason why I say this is, is, is because you got rid of Tristan. For nothing, right? You got rid of him because you tried to shop him, and you can't put this over the law head, right? So what I'm trying to say is if the numbers got in the way, if the numbers got in the way, why not just cut Josh Ball? He would clear waivers and put him on the practice squad, and you will still have Tristan Hill, your second-round draft pick from 2019 or whenever he was drafted, right? So what I'm trying to say is you can't put – now, you can put that over the third of the Cowboy fan base who really don't follow the team, and they can put this in big letters and stuff like that on Twitter and Twitch or what have you from the Cowboys front office. But I'm telling you guys that if they really wanted to keep Tristan Hill – they would have figured out a way, you know. So, uh, but but some people would look at this and say, nah, love, you know, they need Josh Ball. But I'm thinking at a, as a value. If I'm looking at 53 and I'm looking at value added, then I would say to myself, well, hey, he could be a starter on this team, right? Even at a rotational. 
Josh Ball can't even at rotation. So what I'm trying to tell people is that I'm here to be the neutralizer because they go put the lipstick on the pig and here's law. I'm trying to wipe it off to tell y'all the truth. Jerry, we love you. Don't come at me. You know, don't, don't, don't shadow ban the law. You know, I'm already shadow banned, but I, but don't, don't, don't cast me out. I'm just here to bring the truth. And if anybody who don't want the truth, you can leave because I know I'm right. What the truth? You can't handle the truth. Come on, baby. Y'all know what I y'all know what I bring to the table. But I think that the uh, KNC masterpiece. Shout out to them on 105.3 The Fan. You see, they're mine. You know and how they got to answer the questions and ask the question that Jerry Jones is spitting at them. They couldn't spit that fire to Jerry. Jerry Jones would have been like, you know, you know. Get your damn act together. I don't like your attitude. You know, he would have said that to him, but it is what it is. How long has it been since you felt as though the Cowboys had this level, since you were talking about the numbers, this level of defensive depth? I think when you can let a Tristan out of here and you don't have him, uh, Tristan Hill, and you – uh, don't get uh, compensation for it on top of it. Uh, that shows you some depth, real depth. And uh, I think that's where we are. Now, on the. No, 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 Jerry. You must be out of your goddamn mind. There's no way that you can put put Miss Piggy back up there, baby. Let's put a big butt back up there. Come on, you know. Hey, Miss Piggy, you know, you back up here. And, and it seems and it appears that she's growing in size, baby. Look, let me tell y'all this right quick. Let me tell y'all the truth right quick. Don't don't shank me with the butter knife, Cowboys, you know, in 105.3, the fan, you know. There's no way that you can literally say from your mouth to the Cowboys fan base and everybody else's ears. That, yeah, man, we got so much depth that we got rid of a guy and got nothing in return. That's bull sugar. You would want to get still something back in return from the time that you developed this guy by the name of Tristan Hill. From the time that you drafted him. And I get it. There's nobody that's on this coaching staff sponsored Tristan Hill. But there should have been a plan of action to get something back in return. From the hard times that you put up with Tristan Hill. He was drafted. He was considered a high draft pick, by the way, because he was in the second round. You know, so so you're supposed to be able to get rid of something like that and get something back in return. But getting nothing back in return creates this right here. Shame. 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 That's what it is. Now I can get the pig out the way. <laughs> because now time is, is ticking. Tick, 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 ticking. For another second round draft pick that we drafted. And his name is Kelvin Joseph. All we know from him is, man, this dude is a hellacious gunner. But I don't think that we're looking for a second round draft pick to be a gunner. So at some point. We need to see Kevin Joseph out there on the field uh, because I don't want, and let me put the pig back up here. <laughs> and she's getting bigger. She's eating this stuff, boy. She's getting bigger as we talk. I don't want a year from now or maybe two years from now, and then we hear the news that the Cowboys. 
The Cowboys now cut Kelvin Joseph, the former second-round draft pick of the Cowboys, and got nothing in return. I'm not here for this, baby. No, no, you're supposed to be able to flip it. You know, you're supposed to flip those picks or something. You're supposed to be able to flip guys who that you've seen or perceived to have value and get something back in return. You don't supposed to hold on to them for all of these years, and he just a glorified gunner. No, we had some resources out there. I, we had people with Walmart Internet, right? We had people with the scouting pedigree of going to targets and looking for where the dairy section at, right? Pointed out that, hey, this guy would be beneficial to this particular team or that guy would be beneficial to this particular team. And for the Cowboys front office and staff to pass up and gloss up and move over and not pick or said guy or select said guys and still draft the Kevin Joseph. So we better get something back in return. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Come on, baby. <laughs> the offensive front, I, I know we have a while till you get there, but how confident are you that Zeke would be able to bounce back and play against the Packers, and if Zeke was going to be out for a while, I'm really curious how you and the organization feel about the possibility of Tony Pollard being that lead guy for a sustained period of time. Well, I think uh, Tony answered uh, uh, visibly what uh, most thought, uh, and that is that uh, uh, he's a outstanding uh, weapon to win football games with, to be tried. And uh, he can do it, and he can do it uh, uh, at. Uh, uh, hold on, hold on. Why he said ab ab ab. JJ Newton says Kevin Joe's a problem is mental. He is his. He is. He's in his own head, and it shows. And uh, that's that's the problem right there because that's a problem because I think a third of the Cowboys. We're saying, hey, man, that dude is a head case. And I, I, I met Kelvin Joseph multiple times. I believe that him and his family are beautiful people, man. I think that the way he's a soft-spoken guy outside of his rap career and things like that, he may appear that he's a, he's, he's a different guy, but he's two different people. He's two different Kelvins. I guess it's KJ and his boss man and his boss man and his Kelvin, you know, uh, boss man fat or what have you. So, but – People were saying before before he got here, hey, man, hey. I mean, this dude don't have a perfect resume here, you know. At this point, maybe you go for those fringe guys in the fourth and the fifth round, not necessarily in the second, right? That's what people were hitting up before this man even put on the silver and blue. But I feel what you're saying, J.J. His problem is mentally. And we, we see. My thing is this right here. If he's a second-round draft pick, that's a valuable resource for the team. Throw him in the deep end now. See if he can sink or swim. And if he somehow starts backstroking in that thing and starts swimming left and right and and and, and getting some plays and things, he'll be ready by he'll be ready by playoff time, right? But you can't you can't rush success, right? You got to put him out there. <laughs> so you can't have the man playing one, two series and say, oh, he's trash. And that's what's going on right now. Right? But at the in actuality, he can't be no worse than Anthony Brown, 
And I know Anthony Brown, he's no one gave look, he had the most missed tackles so far in the National Football League playing DB. No one got double digit missed tackles outside of Anthony Brown. He's the most targeted guy, right? And he have the most allowed receptions. So we finna play, and this is not me talking fear talk to anybody. But come on, Aaron Rodgers still going to get his. He may be a shell of what he used to be of himself. But Aaron Rodgers at least going to get a few. And if Anthony Brown is the most targeted DB in the National Football League, he allows 95.5 passer rating. And on top of that, he is the second most caught on DB in the National Football League. I'm quite sure that Aaron Rodgers will find a way to utilize and use and abuse Anthony Brown. And I could be wrong. Anthony Brown could have a pick six. Anthony Brown could be shut down. But but what are the odds of that, right? What are the odds of it, man? Y'all be like, hey, man, law, you're hating on him, man. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not, man. Because every time I show Anthony Brown love, he hurt me. Every time I show him, when I talk bad about him, he, he shows up. So maybe it could be the reverse effect. Chris214, appreciate you. Taco Charlton was a first, and that one still hurts. Ooh, close your eyes, man. Close your eyes. And imagine TJ Whew. on his team. Even you can still have D-Law, right? And I know, you know, you talk about four, three, three, four. I don't give a dog. <laughs> I don't care if his arms are short. Well, I, I even said it when we were doing the film analysis. Y'all remember? Thank you for tuning in to the Law Nation Film Session. As we take a deeper look at T.J. Watt, I think that he will be great in this system. Forget all what you see about short-arm T.J. He can get to the ball. He rally chasing hit. Go look it up. It's somewhere still floating around YouTube. <laughs> you know, uh, Anthony Brown is suspect, though. <laughs> Let me hit play. This level, con- consistently. Uh, but, uh, uh, yes, I expect Zeke back uh, against Green Bay. Now, I don't know if you're interested in this or not. I know it's a lot of fascination around the Metroplex is Jimmy Johnson has a book coming out on November 15th. Uh, Do you Lord. think that's something that you will want to read? <laughs> that's, 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 that's in the minds of Jerry Jones right now, you know. You gonna ask that man, that 80 year old man, about Jimmy Johnson, man. Don't y'all know it's been since 1989. That's what, 33 years ago? You know, probably 33 years ago. 89 from here is about 33 years, 34, however. And he was here for about, Jimmy Johnson was here for about, what, four and a half years, maybe four. And my thing is with this is let it go. Let it go. L-I-G it, man. L-I-G it, man. Um, we all bang on the table. We try to ask this man to do what's right with Jimmy. You know, we we don't like Jimmy, dog. We love Jimmy. The players love Jimmy. They don't like him. They love him. But when we go to that stadium and we look around and we see the players' names that he coached in the ring, but we don't see Jimmy, and then we get this 
this horse feed of hey, hey man, he's gonna go into the hall, man. We got people who love Jimmy, passed away, right, six feet deep, never got a chance to see their coach, the one that replaced Tom Landry, right, that gave us two rings. Why can argue three? hoping and wishing before they croak that they get a chance to see Jimmy name in the ring of honor. And the man that's holding that down is Jerry Wayne Jones. Just go ahead and put it in just on GP, man. Come on, man. Just put them in for GP, man. It, it, it will make the universe sometimes when you do things, you know, right the universe just opened up right for you. And I can't say it didn't open up right for Jerry Wayne because he the one flipped, what, 150 to 8.9 bill? Come on, baby. But come on, just do what's right. Do what's right by the Cowboy fans who's long in the tooth, who really love Jimmy, that would love to see when they go and purchase those season tickets or when they go to the game that they can look up and see their coach name by the rest of the Hall of Famers that's up in there. Come on, man. Well, that's interesting. I haven't, of course, uh, uh, read it. And uh, you, uh, uh, everybody's always kind of interested if their name's going to be in something. I'm just like everybody else. Uh, I listen to that radio, and I turn on that television, and I look if somebody said, uh, have you read what they said? So, uh uh, that old human nature, but uh, you know, candidly, candidly. I'm proud of, of, of what <laughs> we were able to accomplish, and yeah. and what was really about four and a half years, uh, yeah. maybe five. But uh, I'm so I'm proud of what we were able to accomplish, and um, uh, so uh, uh, I'm proud that he. If you're proud, don't don't lie to kick it to us, man. Oh, man, you know, if I'm proud of something, if I'm extremely excited about something, I give in return my appreciation to what I said that I'm proud of, right? I give things back. If I'm proud that I grind and I work hard for a Porsche 911, Right, and that's a materialistic thing, right? But let me just put it in, just contextualize it from here. I won't park it outside and put a car cover. I won't put it under the car cover, right? I won't allow the rain to hit it. I'm going to build things around it to show my levels of appreciation. I'm going to make sure I put that Porsche 911 inside the gar- garage, baby. I'm going to make sure that even with inside the garage that I put a car cover over it because it's delicate. But if I don't appreciate said thing, I will let it park. I'll park it outside. When it rain, I will keep the windows down. Right. I will allow people to touch it with their fingerprints, scraping it and open up their car doors to hit it because I would not show or Ferrari, you know, what I'm saying, you know, Ferrari, whatever. 
people will lie through their teeth and look you straight in their face or in your face. And I'm not saying that Jerry is doing that, but I am. You can't say on one end you are you proud of the things that this man and you work together and grind together for or with. And then you leave him outside in the cold. Come on, man. I can read through that. Uh, with that well, we got together uh, and uh, basically on balance, uh, anybody that thinks uh, uh, working in highly competitive, tense situation that everything is uh, uh, Rose Garden, uh, that's not life. And we all know it. Uh, but it worked good for us. I And that totally makes sense to me. And I bet to a lot of people out there, I was kind of curious like, does it bum you out at all that y'all are not closer now? Or is that an accurate representation? Like, when's the last time y'all got to sit down and, and have a chat for a while? No, you know what? I, I, I'm going to answer this for him. He was say, yeah, man, he's my buddy, man. We kick it we kick it every now and then, man. He's a real one, you know? That's what people say to politicians, you know? Yeah, man, the bipartisans, too, right? They are, Everybody got a crooked uh, angle to it, right? <laughs> yeah, man, we kick it, man. You know, you know. Hey, we we hang out all the time. You know, the red versus the blue, man. We hang it out. I'm neutral around here, man. You know, you would say those things, but privately, you would say f that dude. You know, I can't stand that guy. <laughs> Come on, man. Y'all doing it right now. <laughs> you can't stand Ashaniqua, Auntie Shirley. But when it's time for Thanksgiving, oh, well, she's so nice. Come on over. We love her potato salad. You know, she be putting raisins in it, though, you know. But too afraid to say it in her face. Come on, man. I One, one of the things that people fail to realize that backhand compliments, those are the worst compliments, right? <sighs> well, the fact that he's... Uh over the years, been an outstanding commentator. And by the way, I think Jimmy could be outstanding at anything he wanted to do. I've always thought that about him. Uh, but uh, he's been an outstanding uh, 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 over-the-air broadcast uh, person for Fox all of these years. And so uh, I've kind of felt like I've, uh, I've kind of been around. But the facts are we haven't. And, um, uh, but we had... Uh, uh, really, a, uh, a real uh, blessing, I'll say, to have had the success that we had. Uh, we dug a pretty deep hole uh, coming in, uh, made the change. There had been one coach in the history of the Dallas Cowboys, Tom Landry. And we dug a deep hole. And there was a lot of criticism around here, lots of criticism. Certainly, uh, I got a lot of criticism. And so it was a source of pride to me, uh, Jimmy's uh, uh, outstanding coach, and uh, uh, we were able to have success, and uh, that was a big part of the plan. I was unabashed when I came in and said, look, I'm not, this is not an investment. Matter of fact, it's a bad investment. This is not about money. This is about a change of occupation, a change of uh, what I want to do, uh, and with uh, my resources and whatever energy and talent I can put with it, and uh, I've looked around. I found the best person uh, for the job at the time. It was Jimmy, 
He replaced Tom Landry, and we came in here, and we won two Super Bowls. I'm proud of that. <laughs> Three, actually, you know. Well, if you want to give credit and credence to Bear Switzer, you can argue with two. Right, but 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 let's be real, man. Come on, man. Come on, man. Come on, man. If you're proud of it, you got pride in it, and put the man and the ring in it. You know what I'm saying? You know, <laughs> it's like dating a lady for five, ten years, thirteen years, and then she's saying, "Hey, when we gonna jump the broom? When you go? When you gonna marry me? You know?" And you sitting there like, "Hey, I'm just I'm just I, I love you." But not love enough, to, not love you enough to commit to you, you know. Not right now, you know. Right now, you know, I got I got a lot of things that I'm trying to achieve right now, right? <laughs> you know, but it is what it is, uh, Cowboy Nation. That's uh, Jerry Jones on 105.3 The Fan. Shout out to them. Uh, I, I want to share this uh, uh, link with you guys there. It's in the uh, chat area. If you're on my Facebook, please give them a, a like and share. Click that link. You know, say hey, Law sent me, and 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 um, and support them. Uh, that interview with Jerry is about let me see, twenty minutes long. So you can hear the full interview of him. And then on certain parts of that interview, he also talked about Snyder and his financial problems and beyond but i i didn't want to get into that so i, I fast forwarded it so uh y'all y'all check it out man and um <clears throat> no shade at jerry though he's you, you my boy man don't give me shadow band over here jerry I'm, I'm just speaking from my heart man you know how it is jerry and 105 and dot and dallascowboys.com don't come after me you know i'm just speaking my mind you know and let me have freedom of speech i ain't Kyrie over here you know don't 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 can me baby i'm just talking my mind and i'm keeping it pg-13 by the way i didn't mean to show this picture of what the what the eagles like to do you know what i'm saying you know, I ain't trying to keep it like them. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but neither here nor there. Let's talk about this, especially uh, from what I heard. That I got multiple people that sent me this right here. <laughs> they sent me this clip and said, Law, can you please go over this? Can you please go and dissect this? So let's listen to the audio of this. Let me know if you guys can hear audio. Can you hear audio? To this NFC East rematch between yeah. these two teams on Christmas Eve. What does all of this tell you? Shannon Sharp, as a lifelong diehard Dallas Cowboy fanatic, I got. Oh, 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 oh. Before he get that lie, because y'all know that lie will travel all around the world a million times before the truth get up. So we're going to tell Skip to lean forward just a little bit because he's misclaiming being a diehard Cowboys fanatic. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of here, man. Get out of here. That dude ain't no diehard fanatic. Paul says, uh, Law, do you ever think Jerry is going to put Jimmy in the ring? Uh, I, I think uh, I had a vision that it will be Stephen Jones that put <laughs> Jimmy in the ring and not Jerry. You know, it will be Stephen, and it will be years from now, right? I, I don't think that, you know, at the age of 80, uh, the Jerry Jones is going to plan a way to put 
Jimmy in the ring. I think that he will probably go to his grave, and I could be a million percent wrong. But then by me talking these things, it will probably apply some pressure. And they say, man, that dude that with the beard, you know, he always talk Cowboys. He's putting some pressure on you, Jerry. He got a third of the fan base talking about you, man. Go ahead and put him in the ring, right? But, but I don't have a lot of weight. Think about it. Think about it. Until his people bound the table loud enough, because I think, and this is just me from the outside looking in, I think that his people been muffled and they have been gagged, ordered, or whatever it may be to not consistently talk about it. But until you have the playmaker, Prime, maybe Prime wasn't really there with Jimmy, though, so uh, Prime don't count. Uh, playmaker, Woody, Troy Aikman, every time, you know, they get on national TV and they need to yell it out loud in the moves, right? So you got to have those guys that played under Ken Norton Jr., maybe Charles, man, Every time they got the camera lenses, Nate Newton, every time they got the camera lenses on them, they need to speak it up even more, right, in order for it to happen. They need to. They really do. But since they don't really, they, they would talk about it every now and then. It's not loud enough. It's not being echoed loud enough, right? They may say it, but they need to echo it, like Emmett, Troy, Right? Charles Haley, Moose, Woody, right? Those boys, Big Nate, and I know Big Nate, he ain't going to mention it too much. He might talk, he might gloss over it a little bit, but he's not going to mention it too much. And we know why. Such a great kick out of this because I want you to step back and think about what was happening. Their Eagles had just won their eighth game without a loss. Yep. They have won 13 straight regular season games, which is a franchise record. Right. They do not play my Dallas Cowboys for almost two months. It's not until December 24th. Yet they're chanting, Dallas sucks. Down in Houston, they're chanting, Dallas sucks. What did this tell me? They are obsessed with my Cowboys. <laughs> they are haunted by my Cowboys. Yo. I'm talking about historically because... They know that when push comes to shove, when the chips get pushed to the middle, we have owned them again and again and again. They know it for, for in, in their history that it has always been Dallas over Philadelphia when it mattered most. I know they broke through and won that Super Bowl. Exactly. Yeah, okay. But that, that about five years ago now, five or six years ago, but keep going. That's it. If you look at history, it's always been a one-way rivalry because – that they live to beat us, and we just look down our nose at them like, go away, you're bothering us, right? You know, and, and, and that's how we treat them. Well, well, we fir well, first of all, Skip, it wasn't all Eagle fans. It's not like Houston is very fond of Dallas either. Mm. So, yeah, man, come on, let's be real. Now, Shay Sharp, you was, you, you was okay cheerleading and shaking your head, but when you mentioned that, come on. There's no way that the Houston Texans fans, after they got whooped, that they're going to hang back and join the Eagles in chanting, Dallas sucks. That, that don't even make sense. The Texans, they were trying to get back. Who stayed, who stayed in Houston? If you think that Dallas roads are bad, Houston roads are terrible or worse.
the Houston Road, you would lose your whole front-end alignment, right? <laughs> you know, the Houston streets are so terrible that they have the road disintegrating whenever it rains. You literally, you literally got to pray before you get, you got to pray as you drive on every single inch of a mile because the roads are so terrible in Houston. Those people were trying to get to their house, man. They wasn't worried about hanging out with the Eagles fans and chanting Dallas suck after the Texans just lost to the Eagles. Come on, man. That don't even make sense. So once again, Shay Sharp, hold on to those glasses. It don't make sense. Reggie Hart says, uh, will Jordan Lewis be back? Or is it that's is that bland spot position, basically? Reggie Hart, I'm gonna tell you, man, from the heart of hearts. That's probably the last time you've seen Jordan Lewis in a Cowboys uniform. Uh, right now, the Cowboys can save $5 million by cutting him, and they're trying to figure out an exit strategy right now, probably, especially John Stephen Jones, if he's really talking about that bag and that corn. They really got rid of, what, Lyle Collins for Frank. They didn't get nothing in return off of Amari Cooper but a fifth-round draft pick who's hurt, by the way, out of Matt Wellesco. So if they could save $5 million, and shout-out to Jordan Lewis. He's my guy. He's my dog. But it's business, baby. And he, his, his spot to be lose right now. He's he losing his spot. Uh, I, that's, that's, that's just my, it's just my observation. Unless he restructured his contract because I think that was the last tail end of his contract. And come in for cheap. That would be the only way, man. That would be the only way. But I appreciate you for your super chat. Yeah. The Texans are not fond of the Cowboys either. Okay, well, maybe there are a few sprinkled in there. And, and, but it looked like a whole bunch of green was and there. And guess what? I was in my palatial estate. And I had the TV down. And I was cow- hollering, too. You Cowboys suck. Okay. Yeah. Were you? Yeah, I was you right didn't along even with know what they were I saying. Didn't, I didn't know what they were saying. No. Okay. Um, well, well, say this right here. <laughs> is that Lord Ogre? Somebody said, hey, slapped him so hard to hurt y'all eardrums. Is, is that is that better? <laughs> is, that, is that better right there? It's <laughs> too loud right there. Let me know. <laughs> You're haunted by my cowboys also. No, skip, look. That's that's those are fans. That's what fans do. They're feeling good about themselves. It's kind of like Red Sox, uh, uh, Yankees. One team where they, they go holler the Yankees suck. Yankees win. They go even if they're not playing the Red Sox. Red Sox sucks. That's just the way you guys are division rivals. Y'all been playing each other since the '60s. Because uh, yeah, you guys have been playing each other since the '60s. Mm-hmm. You've been in the same division. Yeah. yeah. So there's 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 a you know better you uh, you said the Washington football Washington mm-hmm. is your chief rival. It is. Even though you, you guys are in the same division. But they don't like you. You don't like them, and they got something for you. Y'all still got it out for them since they beat the brakes off you they, earlier. They don't like us, but we don't even care about them. Y'all do care. No. We're you not, will. No. After they go 2-0 and all against you, you'll care. We'll just paddle them and send them home. Okay. We, we, we will. That's what that that Now Skip Bailey's saying, we, 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 we. Now, what, what's going on? Get out of here. Get out of here, Skip. <laughs> Kick rocks, man. That's how we treat it. them. You know, when it matters, that's what happens. Well, it, it mattered a couple of weeks ago, then what y'all do? Okay, we were with our backup quarterback. You told me he was no good. You told me. Whoa! I thought he said Cooper Rush was better than Dak. Come on, man. Y'all, mark this day down. It's November the 4th, and he is rooting for number four. He said that, hey, 
that the Cowboys had their backup quarterback. What? All of a sudden, a change, a pivot, not the podcast, shout out to them, but a pivot on Cooper Rush in favor of Ray Dakota Prescott. Come on, I need to hear it again. This guy's wishy-washy. You know what I'm saying? What's going on with this? Man, hold on. How we treat them when it matters. That's what happens. Well, it, it mattered a couple of weeks ago. Then what y'all do? Okay, we were with our backup quarterback. You told me. He was- <laughs> I can go home now, baby. I can get on up out of here. You know what I'm saying? I thank everybody for tuning in to the nation one way or another. If you want a thing bad enough to go out there and fight for it, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I can get on up out of here, man. Come on, man. Skip. Shame. 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 <laughs> Let's listen to this dude, man. Let's listen. Come on, hit play. It's no good. Hit play. You told me Cooper Rush better than Dak. He been playing I, I, better than Dak. Playing that. better. Well, what? Am I wrong? Wrong. Yeah. It was twenty to seventeen in the fourth quarter. My defense couldn't stop Jalen Hurts. I got no surprise. Well, I need I need AJ Brown to do something bad. Yeah. Uh, uh, digs. Huh? Shouldn't they be embarrassed that they had just won their eighth game without a loss? They beat the Texans. They, 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 who's on their mind? Top of mind, Dallas. They beat the Texans. Okay. They should have been disappointed <laughs> by how poorly they played and let okay. the Texans make make the Texans think they got a, a nice little. But I give Lovey. Lovey got had them playing. They played well, Skip. Okay, Davis that, Mills that, made some interceptions. Skip that interception. Okay, this is classic playing down to the level of your competition, right? Because mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. Eagles are way better than the Texans, and they did not take them quite seriously enough until it was time. And then they said, watch this. That's what they're going to do to y'all. They take y'all serious. Yeah, they, Although, well, they take us over. Let me ask y'all this true, true observation. Who got a better crossover? Kyrie Irving. AI or Skip Bayless, you know what I'm saying? He crossed over so quickly, man. You know what I'm saying? It got to be, it got to be Skip. I don't think that Allen Iverson crossed over better than, than, than Skip Bayless, man. Who got a better crossover, man? <laughs> Who got a better crossover, man? I think, I think hands down, Skip Bayless got the best crossover, man. I, I think that, man. <laughs> Skip for show, man. Yeah, that boy. <laughs> That's a deadly crossover, man. Skip, skip. You know, skipped in my loo. Who remembers skipped in my loo? Man, this dude, Skip Bayless, got to have the best crossover. He got to have the best crossover. It got to be better than Kyrie. It got to be better than AI. Man, I don't know. Name me another guy that had a, a wicked crossover. You know, you can't put Steph Curry up there, right? I don't think it's that wicked. Come on, man. Serious. No, they don't. No, no. Haunted. Hold on. You make it seem like y'all, y'all, like y'all, like perennial powerhouses for the last quarter century. Well, you haven't been. Well, we have been when it comes to those guys. Haven't they been to more Super Bowls than you have in the last quarter century? Oh, I don't know. I guess so. Uh, you, you know, know you guess what you get. Exactly. <laughs> you know, you know that. You know they've been to more Super Bowls than us in the last quarter century. Century. Tim Hardaway, shout out to Tim Hardaway, baby. Yeah, I'm They've just been talking two. about what happens within the division. And they, how long? Then they just they beat you. They, they, uh, they beat you guys already, and y'all alternate who win, who wins the division. It goes you, Eagles, Washington. Uh, the Gi- well, the Giants hadn't won the division in a while, but guess what? The Eagles are going to win Remember it this year. Remember, even all right, all right, Jerry holding on to bad energy, not putting Jimmy in a ROH, right? 
That energy is what could be stopping us from getting over the hump. Yo, you know, it could be the bad energy, man. You know, I, I believe in energy, by the way. You know, um, we, we are vibrant creatures over here. And we are. We give off vibe. We give off an aura. You know, I go somewhere. If somebody say, man, Law, I felt your presence, man. <laughs> and then they come to me. Hey, Law, what's good, man? I just got that aura around me. You know, true story, by the way. My office, my setup, my studio is adjacent to this uh, this wall over here on the outside. Don't y'all know that vibrations... When you see bees, they approach people with high frequency, with high vibrational frequency. Had a whole beehive outside of my office. And I said, yeah, when I be doing those ending speeches there, they're vibrational forces, forces nature to recognize the nation, baby. Because they know that real energy is over here and that vibration, baby, the universal language. Bees gravitate to high, high vibration, baby. Yeah, let's go. What happened True to the dog nab? We, we had to beat them. We had to call an expert to remove the bees. Right, right. So we love the bees in Texas. The, the last regular season game to, to win the division, get a playoff game at yeah. home. So we beat them then, and then they had to come play us at home. We beat them two games in a row. Y'all blew them out. Yeah, yeah. y'all did. And it was just embarrassing for Donovan. That was Tony Romo. But they used to, but they used to I mean, in the early 90s, they owned that division. The Eagles owned it to be. When they had Andy, they owned it. Mm. <laughs> owned always it. owned them. No. That's all they care about. Dallas sucks. We'll see. You do. Yeah, yeah. we're about to suck the I life mean, out I, of I them. I mean, I, you know, I, I'm not here to disagree with them. Yeah. <laughs> no, doubt, no doubt, no doubt, no doubt, no doubt, no doubt, no doubt. Uh, to contextualize it, man, you know, shout out to where we had Jason Garrett for nine and a half years, 13 years collectively. I'm not using this as a bevy of excuses. He couldn't last for two seasons or over two seasons in Giants land. And we really wanted Jason Garrett to stay over there in Giants for a long, long time, but he couldn't last, right? So that's who we, that's who we had, you know? And we were still in great competition, not like we were sus all the way, you know? So uh, it goes to show you that now that we have real coaching, true coaching over here that man we're heading into back-to-back winning seasons i know that six and two may not be flavorable (laughs) favorable and flavorable to most but for right now shoot heading into your bye week six and two if i said this before the season jump off i think all of y'all would have said yeah man i'll take six and two you know a few of y'all said now i want to be eight and oh but you would take six and two and before you start crowning before you start crowning those teams that went 8 and 0 the last 10 teams that went 8 and 0 they didn't win no super bowl by the way let me see if i got it right here cowboy nation and everybody that's listening eagles started 8 and 0 here's a look at the other 28 nfl teams that started 8 and 0 in the super bowl era but i don't have a way to crop all of it but the last 10 teams it was no that they win the Super Bowl. But I can start from the 2015. This is enough credence and information that you guys can take around and showcase to the people that's in your barbershop or walking around with valuable evidence that true evidence. The 2015 Patriots, they started off 10-0. 
No. Did they win the Super Bowl? No. The 2015 Panthers, they went 15-1 and in that year, but they started off 14-0. and They lost to the Broncos. Now, that's room for like, all right, they, at least they went to the Super Bowl. All right, 2018 Rams, 8-0, and 13-3. Did they win the Super Bowl? No. 2019, they started off 8-0, and the 49ers. <laughs> my brother's team, right? Oh, my goodness. I know he remembered that year. 13-3. and three. Did they win the Super Bowl? No. 2019, 8-0 Patriots. 12-4. and four. Did they win the Super Bowl? No. And the 2020, the 2020 Steelers. Y'all remember that team? Everybody, mama, uncle, cousin, all of the Steelers fans were hitting me up because they know I can't stand the Steelers. And they started off 11-0. Did they win the Super Bowl? No. So all of those Eagle fans that's jumping in my inbox, they love to put this around and say that they going to the Super Bowl and loving talking about the Dallas Cowboys, the big D so far down their mouths that it met and reached to their throats. Y'all keep talking about our Cowboys. I got receipts. The last 10 teams that went 8-0 didn't do diddly swat. So y'all keep that D in your mouth when you keep talking about my team. Y'all know how this thing goes, Cowboy Nation. I really appreciate y'all so much for tuning in. Hey, D Roundtable will be on and popping later on tonight. I want you guys to come on out, enjoy yourselves. It's going to be me, Skywalker, Vots Lombardi, as well as Okoye and Foots the King on a panel. We'll be talking. i probably let them boys talk because I got all of my talk out today. Really appreciate y'all so much for tuning in. Let me know of your thoughts, your opinions of everything. I would open up the phone lines, but that would take another two hours of me talking to y'all. So stay stay true to the nation, baby. Continue to hit that like button, share this content, let a friend or a neighbor know where to go when they want to tune in to Cowboys Sports Talk and beyond. Yeah. And Jerry, I love you, Jerry. <laughs> Don't shoot me down, man. <laughs> you know. Oh, you missed, Jerry. Hey, Jerry, man, I'm your boy. Come on, Jerry. FBI, oh, you going to put them on me like that? You know, Jerry. <laughs> yeah, Super Chat, Action Power, I got you, man. What you got? What you said over here, man? I got you. Law, I messed around and hit a pothole in Houston. And my girl fell <laughs> in the car. With another cat. <laughs> so you going down which, which, which road you was on, right? 45 or something like that. You was just riding down to Houston. And he hit a pothole. And his girlfriend fell out and landed in another person's car. That action power right there, baby. Uh, Aaron A. Breaking. Dallas Round Table. Let me give you some good news to that, baby. This is from Aaron A. Breaking news. Dallas Cowboys Roundtables featuring Foot, Sky, Botchin, Law, and Okoye at 745 tonight. Let's go. P.S. Moving A. Brown inside with missed tackles. It's a scary move. You ain't lying, dog. Who else got a super chat, man? I appreciate y'all so much, man. I thank y'all. And thank those who gave the stars over here. But I want you guys to write this down and put it in your mind. Put this in your hearts. Jerry, put that gun down. I, I, 
<laughs> I'm the. When you pray for rain, you gotta deal with the mud. You gotta deal with that too, Jerry. I know you. Uh, uh, I want me some glory help. We all do, Jerry. But in order for you to get that and to receive those blessings, you got to understand that if you use Ezekiel Elliott and Tony Pollard that I created on this thumbnail with the mixture of Ray Dakota Prescott. But, uh, I want me some glory hope. You will get said glory hope. And the glory to the victory would be sticking to the formula. You know what I'm saying? Run the ball. Let's play the fields. When I look back at the Cowboys' losses, we didn't run the ball. We didn't utilize the best skill sets of this team. You got to run the ball, Cowboy Nation. Write this down. If you want to think bad enough to go out there and fight for it, to work day and night for it, to give up your time, your peace and your sleep for it, if all of your desires of it makes you quite mad enough that you don't get tired of it and it makes you hold all other things tardy and cheap, if life itself seems empty and useless without it and all that you scheme and dream is about it, if you'll gladly go out there and sweat for it, fret for it, plan for it, or lose all terror of your mind for it, if you would simply go after the thing you want with all of your capacity, strength and scargacity with faith, hope and confidence, <sighs> total pertinacity, if neither cold, poverty, or famish, or fame, or sickness, or body of can turn you away from the thing you want, if dogged the grim and besiege and beset it with the help of Almighty, you will get it. Shout out to you, Sadiq for this $5 super chat just for the support. I thank you so much. Let's go, Cowboy Nation. Y'all give me that fire in the chat box. Come on. Yes, you already know that others love to put Big D in their mouths, and it's the Dallas Cowboys, by the way. They got it so far down, it's, it's maybe hitting their bellies right about now. But that's okay. Let's go. Appreciate y'all. Thank y'all so much. That's been my time. I really thank you all for yours. And remember, you're listening to nothing but the best. I love it, baby. Now, we can run it up, baby. <laughs> Shout out to all of the support, man. I really do. I just want to run it up, baby. I just want to run it up. Come on. Let's go. Yeah. I've been really in the field, a lot of rush, a lot of feel Lately I just wanna run it up Don't need no deals, I make the deal Have to take it to a meal Lately I just wanna run it up Yeah Appreciate you, Paul Shout out to everybody, man If y'all hang tight, I'm gonna give y'all a shout out, man Ramon, appreciate you Jonathan Appreciate you. Birdie, I am awake. Are you? Boys for life. Ron Mitchell. Chris 214. Paul for the super chat. Reggie Hart. Three of May. Aaron A. Action Powell. Sadiq with Charles. Come on. Come on. CMO 2476. Gina with the G. Shout out to you, Facebook user. Come on, run it again, baby. Run those credits. Hey, call it too legit. Leon, where Chalk Talk, the main man, Montana. Let's get it. 
Count that too, baby. Y'all already know. Let me hear it. Nobody coming to see you, Otis. <laughs> Come on. Watch this, man. Lately, I just want to run it up. Come on. Lately, I just want to run it up. what is your profession? <laughs> Shout out to you, Jay Worthy, again, with the super chat. My respect for this video. Appreciate you, man. They keep the lights on over here, right? Let's slow it down. Come on. Take the fire away. Let everybody know. I've got balls of steel. So the only people that suck... Are the Eagles, the Washington, and the Giants over wide? Suck. Come on. Again. next time dc for life if i offended anyone charge it to my head and not my heart i follow we out one love shout out to all the support salute